Sometimes temporarily I forget. If someone says something ugly about me, I may feel bad. But when I remember that God loves me, and this person is not my God, ha! Ooh, someone caught it there. When I remember that the person saying something negative about me is not my God, why would I be crying? We have idolized people. We've made people God. But God, let God have his way. Let him take his place. Like I say, sometimes I forget. But when I remember, I'm like, whoa, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I use my social media as a tool to be a blessing to people. Even some ladies came to me just now during the break and said, um, so we saw your post, and you're also going to Philadelphia tomorrow. I said, yes, that's how we know you're going to Philadelphia tomorrow. Because I said it in my post, because I did a video, right? Yeah, did a video at the airport. And I said, I just want to do a video that I'm here. And I said, I'm here in Harrisburg, and I'll be in Philadelphia tomorrow. Um, it's going to be a great time, you know, come out, you know, and all that. And I just posted it, because I use it as a tool. I use it as a tool so someone can be blessed. Well, I was looking, was it some hours later or was it late last night or something? I don't know. I was looking under that post. I didn't make any comments. I was looking under that post. There were good comments there. Welcome to Harrisburg. And some who are not even here, who are in Nigeria or in Atlanta. Um, well, well, that's not a story for now. But I came from Atlanta. I didn't come from Nigeria, okay? <laughs> I come from Nigeria. I come from Nigeria, but I came from Atlanta for this meeting where I have been resident for some time, but that's a separate story. So a lot of people were like, God, you know, God goes with you. They had prayers for me. You know, may the ministry be blessed. And oh, there was this one person that said, show off. <laughs> that said, that is, the, that is why this person said, that is why the Muslims don't respect us. Because we show off. The person even put a teary emoji there. That this is very sad. <laughs> I know you're all going, after now if you saw that post, I know you're going to look at When I saw it, I didn't know whether to delete it. Whether to block the person. Because Instagram gives you that power. I like Instagram because it gives you that power. You can block, you can. But I said, no, I'm not going to let my flesh. If you do that, it doesn't mean that's your flesh taking over you. It just means that you don't want to see negativity on your post. But I just let me leave it there. But I wanted to reply. But I left. I said, let me leave. Then I wanted to pin the post so that everybody can see the foolishness of this person. But I did not because that is still sinister. That is still a bit, a bit on the mean side, right? So I just left it. Thank you, Jesus. I am saying that to say there are things that come with the territory. I was not sad. Why should I be sad? He's not my God. He's expressing his opinion. Freedom of speech, right? Right to life and what? Liberty. Uh-huh. And the pursuit of happiness. If that is the pursuit of his own happiness, that's good. Right? Americans in the house. I know what I'm saying. So, I don't have to be controlling by deleting it. My page is open. 
So if I get you into an argument, some may say that, ah, but your page was not private. You made it open. So it's a, it's a free world, right? So no offenses at all. Amen. But we are light and we are love. Let be full of the love of God. Ah, be full of the love of God. Because sometimes your spouse may not be able to do it for you. And by the way, my husband, you know, of course he sent me off here with his love and greetings. Amen. I'm married. And you know if you're married, huh, God help you. That support is necessary, right? So we do not belittle that at all. He lets me be. He lets me fulfill my calling and my purpose. And I let him be as well. And I don't, I'm not boasting, but was it this month, May, first of May, we celebrated our 29th wedding anniversary. I am not boasting. I give God all the glory. I give God all the glory. And I'm, it's, not, it's not always been rosy. But you just grow together. You grow, you grow, you grow, you grow. And I thank God for your message. You said we should not tolerate domestic abuse, right? We should not. Praise God. He has never lifted his hand to hit me. Neither have I. I'm not boasting about that. So I'm not saying stay there. It's not the longevity. It's not the longevity. It's the love. And it's the purpose. Amen. And if anyone is hurting in any area today, there's healing for you. I trust God for healing. I trust God for deliverance. But just reading that scripture right there, God who is rich in mercy. He's not holding a big stick over your head waiting for the next offense. Ah, God. Please, study on the love of God. It is deep. So you can personalize it. I remember the times that if, when I'm feeling bad or not happy or something, uh, I just go to him and sing, You are the love of my life. Sometimes even your marriage may not be, you might be a, a, at a point in time where both of you are not really understanding each other. They are not flowing. Right, Pastor Fumi? Yep, she knows. Yeah, laughing. <laughs> and she's been married for like, maybe almost 40 years now. 40 or something. <laughs> Has it been perfect? No. But, you know, you keep working on it. When you know this is your soulmate, this is your friend, then no one is perfect. I always say about my husband, I say, we're not perfect. He's not perfect, but he's enough. So I remember early in our marriage, much earlier, I mean, it's much better now. I mean, it's not like, but I'm just trying to tell you that don't try to be perfect. Don't try to hide like everything is okay. Get help if you need to get help. And so there are times I just, when I think it was the first year, second year of marriage, hmm. I'm like, this man, hmm. okay. God, I'm feeling lonely. Oh. Hmm. Okay, the work you give him. How many pastor's wives can re resonate? How many pastor's wives are here? Hello. Then out of you, how many have that Enneagram type? Okay, I won't say it. How many like that you love love? <laughs> to be do we also want to give you attention. Another all the time, right? But again, it depends on how you are. But let's have empathy and compassion for one another. 
There's some women, the way they are wired, they're very, very independent. And there's a side of me that is also independent. But, <laughs> and so if you go and cry to your sister, fellow pastor's wife or fellow anyone, wife, whatever, that's married, and you go, you say, ah, oh, my husband is not giving me attention. Do you know that depending on who you talk to, you may talk to. Maybe someone like Pastor Kemi and she'll be like, is attention you are still crying for? We have left that place since. <laughs> you should even be happy that he's not giving you attention. Me, I want my own not to give me attention. Ah, this attention is not letting me do the things I want to do. Every time checking on me. So I realized somewhere along the line that we're not all the same. So we can't judge each other. And those of you that say Ruth Abokoku, stop singing that. You make people who are married and like to show it that they're married to be ashamed that they are married. Not everyone has to form strong, independent, and I need no man. You need. <laughs> Let me preach it. I'm just saying that different folks, different strokes. But you know what? God is the author and he's a lover of our souls. He's the one that loves us absolutely. Why do you look to fellow man to love you 100%? Have they even finished loving themselves? Have they even discovered themselves? That's too much power to give one person, even your spouse. So you have to make room for mistakes. Room for omission. Room that they forgot your birthday, even though that's a big offense. Uh, <laughs> room that they forgot someone, something. Room that they didn't give you flowers. Actually, on the flowers, you can actually buy yourself flowers. <laughs> Don't compare yourself. Don't say, Pastor Nikkei's husband gives her flowers. Every time, Valentine's Day or whatever, he gives up. No, if you don't get flowers, go and buy flowers. <laughs> For yourself. Or educate them that you like flowers. And that is what you would want. And then they'll begin to give you flowers. There's $5 flowers, there's $10 flowers, there's $100. Tell them, many times we don't say what we want. To our parents, to our spouses, to our best friend, bestowed to our brothers or sisters. Sometimes we do not say what we want. We don't say what we want. I'll say this one, but I won't mention. So I think it was December or so sometime last year. We have this small WhatsApp group, myself and the children, and one of, one of my children said, um, if anyone's thinking of buying something, anything for me for Christmas or for my birthday, whatever, I prefer cash. <laughs> I was so happy. Cash, I will. I was so glad that this child spoke out on what they wanted. Then another one said, same here. I'm like, whoa, that's the easiest thing to do. Zell, cash up. There you are. You got it. Sometimes gift card is even too much effort. <laughs> gift card from some particular places. Someone recently gave me Nordstrom Rack. No, I shouldn't be advertising them. I was looking for where was Nordstrom. I knew Nordstrom, but I didn't know Nordstrom Rack. I didn't use this $100 card for a long time. She had to tell me that they emailed her that they, I had not opened the email of the asset. It should now be looking like I have so much money that $100 is nothing. So I got the gift card. Gift cards stress me. I have to go and look for Nordstrom Rack. Because I have to spend it there. 
You buy Amazon, you buy. I like the general one where it's not tied to any. Hello. What am I trying to say? This child spoke out. Not that he or she had everything, but was just trying to say, cash is what I want. This upfront. And I said, that made life so easy. Rather than waiting us to, to give you anything we think you need or multiples of what you already had. And you say, thank you, but you're fuming inside. Like, what am I going to do with this? Money is what I really need, especially when they're young adults. Hello. Let people around you be able to open up. Let, make it conducive for people around you to open up. Pastor, pastor's wife, people. Let's, let's make it conducive for people to open up. So I'm moving on. We said, rise. Deborah arose. And that is in Judges chapter 5. The Bible says, village life ceased, it ceased in Israel. Until I, Deborah, arose, a mother in Israel. She arose, not for only her children, but a mother over Israel. And if that's not your calling, you don't have to arise a mother in your community, but still arise. Hello? Still arise. Arise as a nurse. Arise as a baker. Arise as who you are and what God has called you to be. It said in Judges, who was Deborah? In Judges 4, 4, it says that she was a prophetess. She was a judge. And she was what? She was the wife of Lapidoth. We don't even know how Lapidoth, Lapidoth was to her because nothing was said about him after that or before that. So you can use your imagination. But I'm not going to preach on that because we preachers, huh? You can preach how Lapidot means small. So he was a small man. Who had a small mindset? He must have stressed, blah, 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 blah. But the Bible didn't say that. It just gave us enough to know that she had responsibilities. It wasn't even mentioned that she had children. But she arose a mother in Israel because of all that was going on in the community. She arose, just like how David arose and said, this uncircumcised Philistine I'm going to take, and his brothers like, were like, you, you have a big mouth. But he did, because he was convinced that he should arise and face Goliath. And he got victory for his country. Thank you, Jesus. She arose. The theme here is, I rise. So we must rise up to something. We must rise up to the occasion. We must rise on and take on something. We must arise even for our own lives that we have, like we have learned. Arise and go to despair. Aha, yeah. uh -huh. some people needed that one. Tell your neighbor, arise. What are you arising for this week? Arise for yourself too. Not every time for others, for others. I needed that balancing word. And I like preaching work-life balance a lot. And I try to learn to do that, to take care of myself as well. Because I'm that type that is usually busy doing stuff for people. Caring. And not because I want anybody to applaud me. But that's just how I'm wired. I'm a nurturer. I'm a mother to children who are not mine. It led me to create an orphanage back in Nigeria. But that's my wiring. That's just how I am. So we've been taught that there must be balance. Where I must also take time, what? For myself. Hallelujah. Hence the visit to the chocolate factory. 
Have you been there? Some people live in this city, they have not been there. If you live here in Hershey and you have not been to the chocolate factory, let me see your hand up. See your people, Dr. Kemi. See. Why? Because they are like, what are they doing there? It's for children. Can't you be a child all over again? The, I know the only time you will go there is when a visitor comes to this city. I say, ah, I heard this Hershey. Then you say, okay, let's go. Well, you yourself, you don't know the way there. Take time for yourself. Esther arose. Esther chapter 4 verse 16. She said, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, day or night. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Esther arose. Initially, she was afraid, right? She didn't think it was her call. If it's not your call, don't go. Hello? But Mordecai, her, uncle, her cousin, who, who mentored her, who she lived with, um, who encouraged her, you know, to go in for the competition, and um, she ended up being the king's wife, right? We know the whole story sent a message to her of what was going on in town, in the community, right? She did not know what was going on. I can preach right there, but I don't, I don't even think I should stay there. She didn't know what was going on. In your own kingdom, in your own palace, in your own company. Hello? In your own... Her husband was the king, she was the queen. But she was lonely and she was alone. Hello? She didn't know what was going on in the domain. She only knew the four walls of her own side of the palace. Why? Because for 30 days, she had not even seen her, her husband's face. That's a story for another day. But maybe it's not for another day. Because there's healing in this room today. There's healing in this room today. She didn't want to go. She was afraid. She, sent, she, said, she heard Mordecai was in sackcloth and ashes. What did she do? She sent him clothes. No, sometimes that wouldn't work. Got to ask God what to do in that present situation. You can't bribe God. Hello? No. He sent it back. He said, this is of no use. You've been sent. Send me clothes. You send me things. You're generous, you know. Yes, because he was like the only father she had. She was an orphan, right? So he raised her. She sent clothes. He sent it back. What is close to a dead man? In a few days, we are dead. There's a decree. We're telling you and you're... Acting like you do not know. She didn't know what was going on under her nose. You won't be relevant. In your own home, you will not be relevant. In your children's affairs, in the, your family affairs, where you should be relevant, you will not be irre irrelevant. You know what's going on, so you can take action where you should. Everything was passing her by. She, it was from outside that she heard. You won't hear what you should know about your child, you will not hear it from outside. What you should know about your office, about your own kingdom, you won't hear it from outside. And so she finally said, go and gather the Jews and fast. I will also fast, but I need your support. I need you to join me in prayer. Sometimes, don't you reach out to that girlfriend and say, that means friend, pray. Join me in prayer. Don't try to be strong and do it alone. Especially when she said it all, all her least community. 
take advantage of that. She told them. She didn't say, ah, uh, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. Get it done what? She herself needed help. She had to open up to Mordecai and say, look. Mordecai said, go before the king. She had to say, okay. These 30 days, I have not seen him. Ah, be careful who you envy. Mm. 